Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I haven't watched a movie in a theater in probably a couple years now. And I'm not saying that like I'm proud of it. This is the reality. I think that the last movie that I saw in the theaters was the last Fast and Furious movie. And, oh my gosh. Yeah, that was at least about two years ago. St. Louis Park. I went over to the movie theater over there. And so I bring that up because I'm like a lot of Americans that haven't typically spent a lot of time in the movie theater. And we know that that industry as a whole has suffered massively since the pandemic. You know, AMC and the different movie chains, I think Man is a major one too. They've they've been going through it. And it's not a simple just snap your fingers and everybody's going to go back and watch a movie. And some years are going to be better than others. Some summers are going to be better than others with blockbusters and all that stuff, whatever. But getting people back into the movie theater, okay, let me state this. I don't think that movie theaters will ever be as popular moving forward as they used to be. And and if you if you disagree with that, um, Feel free and, and more than welcome to to hit me up on the uh, on the phone or the text line 651-461-9226. I just think that we consume movies and stuff drastically different. Like with with, with Net- oh, way way different with way ne- different. with Netflix and um, Hulu and stuff like that. I just don't think that it's realistic to think that we're going to go and sit in a movie theater for hours upon hours the way that we used to do it. That's just not that's not a real thing. It used to be a big thing to watch but, one of the newer movies that was out. It yeah, was it was the thing. Game. But but it's not it's just I don't think we're going back to those days. But with that being said, does anybody out there think that AMC or any movie chain if they are going to show more concert films, musicians doing concerts, that that's going to grab you? And get you to go back into movie theaters? 651-461-9226. Cause I would say no. Now, now, I'm not somebody that's into that anyway. 
I'm not. I, I'm not. I'm not into the whole concert watching the movie. I didn't watch the Beyonce one. Mm-hmm. Um, Taylor Swift does she have one or is about to have one? Uh yes. I I think it's actually in theaters now. Where it's it's the eras. It's like a documentary that she put together. I think. So I would never watch that in a movie theater. I, I'm just when I think of and, and and I'm very old school in this way. I'm gonna go watch a comedy. I'm gonna go watch. Um, an action movie. If I'm watching a documentary, if I'm watching a like a music theme um, movie, I'm gonna sit on a couch and watch it. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Those are lengthy situations that are multiple hours, and you can say what you want. You can say like you, your your um, attention span is is toast now. That's fine. I'm tapped out at two hours. I'm dead serious. And it's got to be a compelling story. Well, it's got to be some action. Lo- Excuse me. I, I think a lot of us are like that, though. Like, to sit through a, a long one like, I don't know, like Titanic is the first one that comes to mind. It's like we can't sit down and watch something for three hours because we get antsy. We do. It's like, okay, I, I get bored. It's like it has got to be. I, I don't think you're in the But minority. that was a great story. It, it was. Yeah. And even though we knew how it ended, it was a really well-produced yep. movie. Yep. And if something is well-produced, it's going to keep your attention. But the problem is, I think our attention spans now, it's just human nature that we can't sit there unless we are really, really hooked on something. And even then, I feel like it's only a finite amount of time. I love Beyonce. She's amazing. I've seen her in concert. I'm not going to a movie theater to watch two hours of Beyonce performing. I'm and, just not. And I, 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 I'll listen on iTunes. But see, I, I <laughs> wonder, though, if they're trying to create the big event, like the, the the surround sound. They're trying to create that big-time atmosphere like you're actually there because you're going to be surrounded by more people and you're going to – you know, it's going to be loud. And that's it's what going they're going to be. for. Yeah, and that's. But I, I don't think it's possible. Yeah, it's I, hard, I, it's hard. It's hard to recreate being at an event like that. Live music, and music that I'm watching in the movie theater mm-hmm. is drastically different. It just is. Oh, I I completely agree. Yeah, I mean, we can go back. Like, I'm a big Billy Joel fan. I will watch something like from him from 1979 playing at Shea Stadium. But that's something that I feel I would watch kind of like you at home. And yeah, I understand what they're trying to do by Mm -hmm. go with something different because at movie theaters, I I think one thing that really hurt movies is that when they said, hey, you can watch this in the theater or you can watch it at home if you pay for such and such streaming service, whether it's a a Paramount or it's a Disney or, or whatever. It's like it used to be. It's in the theaters for X amount of time, and then it goes to the dollar theaters, and then it becomes available on VHS. Like it, it used to have this this natural progression, this chronological series of how. And now it's like, well, I'm going to pay the streaming service, and I'll just stay at home. And I think that's also hurting movie theaters. Now I will say this: this is the one outlier, though. Okay, that could help it a little bit. Okay. It won't help it for me, but it could help it a little bit. I'll get your reaction at 651-461-9226. There are some people that will gravitate to this. You know why? 
because they'll be willing to pay $20 to go see the movie as opposed to $200 for a ticket. 20 versus 200. I get that. Be- because these concerts are big money now. They are incredibly expensive. Yes. Yep. All right, 651-461-9226. I think that that is the one outlier, is that if you don't want to spend that $200 for that ticket, you might be like, you know what? I know it's not quite the same, but I'm just going to go to the movie theater and the surround sound and all this other stuff that's going to make it unique and different and cool, it may not be exactly watching Taylor Swift in the flesh or Beyonce in the flesh or who was this here a couple of weeks ago, Madonna in the flesh, but mm-hmm. I'm going to spend my 20 bucks and get my money's worth as opposed to 200 bucks. Like, like I've, I've looked into the Usher stuff because Usher's coming to, to – he's doing a tour, right? Mm-hmm. Those tickets are expensive. To get good seats to see Usher, it's going to be at least – at least – for lower level like good seats, you're looking at about a good three hundred bucks a seat, and I'm like, man, I just went through this with Wu Tang and Nas, I, and that's the thing. It's like we talk about, hey, this is great. We live in the Twin Cities. We have all of these, you know. This summer we've got Green Dame coming. We got Blink coming. We got Foo Fighters coming. Well, yeah, but all of that combined, you're going to have to spend over a thousand dollars for good tickets. I mean, who's got that kind of coin? It's it's impossible for the normal individual to be able to experience all of that live. I mean, you got to have Chad Hartman money to do that, or you got to have Nick and Roseville type money. Nick and Roseville, he can go to all the concerts he wants. He's he got he's got plenty of cash to spend. What's up, Nick? <laughs> well, you're right, Andrew. You're right. You're right. You're right. Um, yeah, I mean, I go. I didn't hear the beginning of this, but I I must tell you that. I would would you so hold on, hold on, hold on. Let, let me let me rewind in for a second. Would you okay. go to a movie theater to watch? And and I know that 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 you know you you can't watch necessarily because of your your disability. But 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 yeah. a con, a concert movie, a concert movie in a movie theater. Um, it all depends on what it is. Um, if it were like Carlos Santana, okay, maybe. okay. But like one of the things I like about movie theaters is they offer, well, the food, of course, popcorn and cookie dough candy and ice cream and all that. But they also offer, some of them anyway, audio-described movies. What that means is, for the folks who don't know, there's actually a person who sits somewhere, and I say somewhere because I don't know where they are. They sit somewhere. You wear a a headset kind of thing, kind of like what you're wearing. Okay. And... They describe the movie to me. Okay. So. While you're listening to it, they describe it to you while you're listening to it. Exactly. Okay. So, and the very first movie. Wait, wait, hold on. Let me ask. Hold on. Let me ask you this. How much does that cost? Does it cost extra? Not that I'm aware of. Okay. But I don't know. Okay. Um, Because I think all the audio describers are volunteers. Gotcha. Okay. But I don't really know because, you know, I don't go to that many movies. I go to more plays than movies. But also, the very first movie I ever got on VHS was, <laughs> this is going back to the 90s, but I'm sure you remember this movie. Twister. The Disney version of Pinocchio. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember it, but I was, I, was, I was throwing at you. I said Twister. <laughs> oh, Chris, do you remember the Disney version of Pinocchio? Oh, yeah. I, yep, I, I remember it. I remember it. Jiminy Cricket. When you wish upon, upon a star. star. 
out after you play. Makes and no difference who you are. Music sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Chris, hey. Why hey. don't you, you crank it on on the next? <laughs> That's the bumper music coming in the next segment. Thanks for the phone call for, from Nick in Roseville. And also, they state here in this article that AMC is launching its own branded concession stand snacks and merchandise, including collectible popcorn buckets for $25 a piece. <laughs> I, I'm not paying $25 no, for a popcorn bucket. I, I have I don't to care. say, I, the, the collectible thing is incredibly overrated. Because you pay a lot for it, it's cool in the moment. But then you get home, and you're like, "What am I going to do with this? What am I?" Well, I've hold got- on. What, didn't we have? What, didn't we have the story about the woman that smuggled all these different um, those mugs? What were those? What? Remember the woman that that smuggled a whole bunch of like different mugs? No, you don't remember that story. So oh. she really was a smuggler, huh? <laughs> Yeah, I, I, okay, while you're looking at that, I, you know, you were kind of wondering the last time that you saw a movie. I'm over here trying to figure out the last time that we were at a movie theater. And most of the time we go see things for our kid. Uh, but the last one that we saw was a movie, it was called Fall. And it was back in 2022. That was the last time that we were, I mean, so it's been a, a good year and a half. And I enjoy going to the movie theater. Like to, to us, Go to the movie theater, then you go out and you you know you get something to eat and you go home. It's kind of a nice little, nice little family day. I don't think it's ever going to be the same though. No, like, like going to the movie theater is not going to be like in twenty twenty four. It'll never mm-hmm. get back to when me and you were kids and we were going to the movie theater with our friends and back in nineteen eighty nine. Oh, it, it was special because that was the only place you could see if you didn't go to the movie theater to see this event or whatever it was, you were going to miss out. Again, now. You're going to get it on all these other platforms. You're like, okay, do I go to the movie theater where it's going to cost me a little bit? Or do you know what? I'm going to watch it at home on my iPad or my phone or you know, I'm going to watch it via my, you know, my Roku or whatever. Listen, I'm going to tell you this is, this is what so, – so going to the movie theater and seeing the movie was amazing. Mm-hmm. And now we have this different like where they're trying to get people back into the theater. I'm going to tell you what the second best thing – ever to do as a young kid was. Remember when you went to Blockbuster on that Friday night? Oh, dude, yes. Hold on, going to Blockbuster on a Friday night was the bomb. Yep. Going to Hollywood Video on a Friday night was the bomb. Yeah, Hollywood Video, that that was my (laughs) job. Well, you go and you get all of these, you get like four or five movies. You can do the three for ten or whatever it was. Yeah, and then you're like, okay, I'm going to sit here, and then you're, you're like, Oh man, I gotta hurry up and get these done because otherwise, if I don't watch it, yep. I wasted money. And then you're like, and you're incurring the, the fees. Yes, that be, was the worst thing ever. Be kind, please rewind. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. They would they would force you to rewind the tape. And when I was in college, I had to rent a videotape rewinder because I could not rewind on my VCR. I had to get my VCR. Really? I would watch, yeah, and then I'd have to go down to the office, check out a video rewinder, <laughs> just so I could rewind the movie to return it on Sunday. Yes, that's crazy. All right, six five one four six one nine two two six. Coming up next, we got word on the street. That's next year on the Good Neighbor. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All righty. A Thursday night edition of Word on the Street. With Christopher Tubbs. Before we get into Word on the Street, what is your... What is your T-shirt? What is that signal? I don't get it. Oh, it is a uh, it's a charity fantasy football. Oh, uh, the Scott Fishbowl that I'm a part of every year. That gotcha. we uh, it's a multi. I mean, there are thousands of people that do it, and it's for uh, for charity. Okay, gotcha. so it's just gotcha. a it's a fun thing. Just and curious, a good yeah. community. Yeah, never seen it before. Good, good people. Good. Well, Charches, uh, I think Charches is a part of it too. Okay. Yep. Uh, Scott Fish does a, a a great job with it. Hey, uh, Haley Bieber's father, Stephen Baldwin, and I got to be honest, I did not know Stephen Baldwin was Haley Bieber's dad. Till what? Today. I honestly. What planet have you been on? I have no oh idea. I was not on this planet. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? No, I was today years old when I found out that Stephen Baldwin <laughs> oh my was gosh. Haley Bieber's dad. Oh, my gosh. I'm serious. I, swear to God. I swear to God. Oh, not wow. a bit. Not a bit. Is this more disappointing than not yeah, having the Wendy's Chili? You've been out to lunch, yeah. Is this more disappointing than not ever having the Wendy's Chili? Like, um, which one of those is the bigger regression this, on my part? This. this. Okay. Yeah, I mean, okay. food options is different. Like, yeah. we're in the media business. Like, I'm surprised you didn't know that. But in my defense, there's a lot of bald ones. I mean. Okay. Okay. See, that's that's my excuse. You buying it? How many bald ones are in the public eye? Pretty much all of them. How many would that be? Oh, God. Exactly. Not that many. There's a lot of bald ones out there. It's though. her dad and, and, and his his brothers, essentially. Yeah, I and know. That's what I'm saying. It's not there's, that many. It's not there's, a lot of, there's not a lot excuses, of excuses. Excuses. No, there's a lot of bald ones out there. Anyway, uh, Stephen Baldwin asked the public for prayers for his daughter and her husband, Justin Bieber. Now, I did know that Haley Bieber and Justin Bieber were married. That much I did know. Okay. And as it turns out, something's going on, and Haley is pissed. I know. Sources with direct knowledge say that uh, Stephen's plea for guidance and well wishes towards his daughter and son-in-law didn't come out of nowhere, and it's related to something specific that's going on with the young couple. Now, whatever it is, he's aware of it and wanted to pass along the good vibes in the form of prayers from others, and while he probably meant well with the move, sources say that Haley's not pleased with her dad drawing attention to him, 
Some didn't think there was anything to their somber demeanors, but now there might be something behind it, considering Baldwin just reposted his prayers clip hours before they went inside uh, when they were out in L.A. It's safe to assume they were aware the spotlight was on them. And we don't know what all this pertains to. It's unfair to speculate. Well, you know, initially, when you know where I thought you were going with this, was that, like, it was something along the lines of they want to try to conceive a child, they're ha- but they're young. Like, they, they probably have no issues with that. Right, yeah. So so maybe, I mean, they're just having a relationship issue. I don't know. Yeah, we have no idea what. But he shouldn't do that. No. I, because she's not somebody that, that wants to, like, she, does, is she, like, famous for being out and about in the public eye? Mm-hmm. Yes. But she's never been one to necessarily, like, draw a whole bunch of attention to, like, mm-hmm. their relationship once they got married. And if it's something serious. There is a certain line that you don't want to cross, and and yeah, the the it might have been well meaning, but yeah, unfortunately, you didn't uh, didn't execute it real well. Yeah. Hey, according to TMZ, Rick Harrison's son of Pawn Stars, Adam, died from an accidental overdose of fentanyl and methamphetamine. See. See. The Clark County Office of the Coroner and Medical Examiner says the cause of death has been ruled an accident for the Pawn Stars' personality son who died in Las Vegas last month. Now, TMZ was the first to report his passing as a rep for Harrison shared that Adam had died from a fatal overdose. Harrison family said shortly after his passing, our family is extremely saddened by the death of Adam. We ask for privacy as we grieve his loss. Now, it's publicly known that Adam was struggling in the days leading up to his death with former Rubates telling cops that he was displaying erratic and strange behavior before allegedly barricading himself inside a guest house where he was staying. Reportedly, he had just been released from jail after serving three months behind bars. Reason for his incarceration is unclear. He was only 39 years old. All right, so somebody can help me with this. I'm not really sure. But like fentanyl, people can end up using fentanyl and not die, right? Like a, a lot of times it's it's you know, we, we hear about these overdoses all the time. But I guess my point is that if you do end up utilizing or using with fentanyl, it's not always fatal. We always hear about the fatal ones. So my point is, I wonder, was he acting erratic because whatever he was using before he OD'd was laced with it before? Yeah, I I am not sure I'm not. I'm not, I'm not, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm not, not familiar I'm not, with, with the fentanyl overdosing. All here. right. So, but I will say this. I, I do know, um, of a woman that used a substance. She was out and about, she was at a casino and she ended up throwing up mm. in the bathroom, but she got lucky because she threw up in the bathroom and then when she walked back off to the floor, she passed out. She OD. She OD. But but this is the thing. That's the good part because if she if she collapsed in the bathroom, nobody would have saw her. Right. Yeah. So she 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 she, she got back out to the floor and then she collapsed and, and overdosed. And they gave her the Narcan and all the stuff, whatever brought her back. But this is scary stuff, man. If you are somebody that is abusing drugs. Um, that you're just getting off the street, you are really rolling the dice you with your life. No you have no that idea what that might be laced with. Yeah. Yep. You wanna you wanna quit there or you want? No, no, no. Just keep going. We're, we're fine. Okay. All right. Uh, I do have this one, and I know your, I know your thoughts on Kanye. So, uh, but I I felt like this kind of, I'm not a big 
Kardashian person, but Me I, either. but I do appreciate this story in terms of, of what Kim Kardashian is trying to do. She's upset that Kanye West has again resorted to blasting out their disagreements on social media. Yep. She believes that what he's doing is harmful to their children. Now, sources familiar with the situation say Kim's not pleased that Kanye went on Insta last night telling the world that he wanted their kids out of the school they're attending in L.A. Kanye said, quote, and on all caps, Kim, take my kids out of Sierra Canyon. Now it's fake school for celebrities that are used by the system. Now, apparently Kim enrolled their kids at the school for two very good reasons. Number one, it's a fantastic school. And number two, their children need consistency in their lives. One source said the only solution Kanye has offered in protest of the school that the kids have been at since preschool has been placing them with unaccredited teachers and his own unaccredited Donda school, which has been riddled with lawsuits. Oh, boy. Now, the source noted that Kim did allow their kids to go to Donda for after school activities, but stopped when the school shut down. What's more is that Kanye told his kids that school isn't necessary, something that has frustrated Kim. One source said, frankly, Kim is frustrated with his constant public attacks and naming of the school because it creates safety and security concerns each and every time uh, for their children. Finally, Kim wants all of these disputes settled privately, which is actually something Kanye agreed to by signing the divorce settlement, but something he continues to violate. I mean, it's Kanye West. Like, he's not a rational person. No. And what did we say yesterday on the show? You can't be rational with people that are irrational. Yep. And that's yep. what he is. And I'm not a big, like, Kim Kardashian fan or anything like that, yeah. whatever. Um, but, I mean, I do have to side with her here. I absolutely respect her for wanting to do right by her kids. And Kanye, gee, it's a fake school with fake. Where have we heard that stuff before? Hmm. It's all fake. Your You're school. being used by the system. Your school. What Dude. about your school? Yeah. Get bent, you fraud. So uh, you want a Travis Kelsey story, too? Let's do it. Okay. Well, Travis Kelsey. I should wear my Travis Kelsey t-shirt There tomorrow. you go. Travis Kelsey. Is he cheating on Tay-Tay? Well, he was seen out and about with another good-looking individual. But no, it's Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> nice tease. Bromance, like not that. a romance. I know. Hey, they aren't letting the Super Bowl keep them from broing down in Malibu because that's exactly what they were doing yesterday on hump day. Now, the two dueling NFL superstars, they faced off in Vegas a few weeks ago. Chiefs emerging victorious again. They were spotted enjoying each other's company at Nobu in Malibu on Wednesday. Now, the Chiefs tight end is clearly staying busy while Taylor Swift does her thing in Singapore, next stop on her international tour, but apparently showed up at the famous hotspot around 8 o'clock, around when CMC and his fiance Olivia Culpo, arrived. Now, it appears that uh, McCaffrey and Culpo were there for a Dolce Glow product event because a handful of influencers and celebs like Becky G, Chrissy Teigen, and, Ol- yeah, Chris- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Olivia's two sisters were also present. Now, it's unclear why Kelsey was there, but in any case, he was rolling with the crew. As for Kelsey and CMC, it doesn't seem like they've been tight for very long. 49ers running back said back in November he met Travis for the first time last offseason, and yet they're hanging together shortly after the Super Bowl. Now, McCaffrey and Culper are getting married soon, so maybe Kelsey asked for some pointers on how to pop the question. Something Travis and Taylor are going to marry eventually, so that'd track. Anyway, Travis is doing his thing, continues to bounce around the country as he enjoys the offseason. Man, live it up, Travis Kelsey. Good for him. Yeah. Live it up, man. Do it. You know, you got, you got, you're dating the most famous person on the planet right now. 
your Hall of a future Hall of Fame football player. You've got three rings. You just won a championship. Live your life, homie. Absolutely. Yeah, hang out with Christian McCaffrey. Go out to Malibu. You know, do your thing. And uh, by the way, the uh, the text line. I assume this is in the uh, relation to the Haley Bieber, Stephen Baldwin thing. They didn't know that either. So that makes two of us that have been living under a rock. Me and the texter. You are the two. Yes. Okay. We are the two. You know what? There are two rocks underneath there. I live under one. They live under the other one. Kindred souls we are. All right. Uh, well, that's going to wrap up <laughs> Word on the Street. Uh, coming up next, we should get full disclosure when buying concert tickets. We address it next year on The Lake Show. You know, we were talking about concert movies. And, and I do want to not necessarily continue there, but talk about concerts. Because the Taylor Swift situation that came up really put these ticket fees and full ticket prices under the microscope. And there's a Minnesota proposal that would ban these deceptive resale websites with regards to ticket sales. Now, Kelly Moeller, the DFL um, representative from Shoreview, has had enough. Has said, no, this is not acceptable. What occurred with Taylor Swift and these you know, people getting bumped out when they're not able to purchase tickets and when they try to go purchase tickets, tickets are gone and all these seller fees and all this. I have an issue with that um, off the top. When, I know that we're all talking about how much we're paying to go to concerts, and we know that in society the price and cost of living is going to go up. So, so yeah, what we're complaining about today it's going to be way worse 10 years from now. We, we get that. And we know that, that things are going to go continue to move. They're only going to go up. It's only going to go up. It's not going to go, go down. But I do have an issue with getting gouged by box offices and Ticketmaster and all that stuff. Like some of this stuff was just, it's like, are you kidding me? Why am I, like, when's the last time that you, that you went and used like AXS or like Ticketmaster or whatever and you bought a ticket for something and you see a price and then the actual total price is like way more than what you because they tack on all the fees on top yeah. of that. That bothers me. But besides that, listen to this this situation that was mentioned uh, when they talked to the uh, Minneapolis Star Tribune. I have two minutes, or I'm going to lose those tickets with regards to trying to you know get in line this virtual line. Um, be lucky enough to wait in line, click to get the purchase, and then at the checkout, you find that the price is much higher than the advertised price because of seller fees. Yep. She says, then if you reject it, you have to start over, and you're afraid you're not going to get any ticket. To me, that is unacceptable. Like it, it's This stuff has gotten out of control. Well, you, that's you, why you do when, have to hurry, yeah. That's why when the Red Hot Chili Pepper, not Red Hot uh, Chili Peppers, it was um. Who did I buy tickets to a couple years ago? It was uh, not Red Hot. It was um, Rage Against the Machine. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So remember yeah. Rage Against the Machine, pandemic hit. Yep. Tour was canceled. Tour was canceled the second year. And then, and I never did anything about wanting my money back until when they finally were going to go back. Um, Zach De La Rocha, he ended up, uh, something happened with his, um, what do you call it? Uh, I don't know if he tore his Achilles or he, he got injured. And so the tour was 
shelved Jordan. again. And so I'm like, I'm not going to wait three years to see this concert. Mm-hmm. And I spent, I spent like 700 bucks on tickets. So you know what ended up happening? I got my mm-hmm. refund. I got my refund. So unfortunately, look, when, when, when Rage um, actually tours, I got to mm-hmm. get back in line. But after four years, I wasn't. I want my money. So, which yeah. which which is a different c- c- scenario. But my, my point is, is that I feel like right now they re- we really have to do a better job of reeling this in because it's gotten out of control. It, it has, and at the same time, you know, when we're talking about the consumer, they're absolutely right. You get to a certain point, you're like, okay, yeah, this is what this is what it's going to be. You know, you got tax. You know, you got you know some sort of service fee. And then you get in and you see that countdown and absolutely you got to enter in your password. If you don't know your password, you got to hurry up and figure out how to reset it. And then you got to go in, you got to make sure your payment information is there. You got to, and, and there's no guarantee that all of that is going to be entered and you don't even look at it because you don't have time. Because if you sit there and you read the terms and conditions, well, you're, you're screwed right there. If you, if you look at that, and then if you look at everything line itemed, by the time you did, you're like, this is ridiculous. It's insane. But, I mean, it's it's Ticketmaster. It's um, Axis. It's, uh, uh, what, Eventbrite. Like, everybody does it. So, it's, unfortunately, these junk fees are something that, We've just had to deal with it's 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 kind of like anything in life. Like there are all of these extra fees and I can point to any number of these things as a consumer. But don't you don't we all get tired of fees on top of fees on top of fees? We we do. But there's and like like I, what, what, let, I'll give you a perfect example. Okay. Perfect example. And me and you are different on this. We work in downtown Minneapolis. Mm hmm. Nine times out of ten, there's times where we park in ramps, but nine times out of ten, we'll park on the street, right? The majority of the time. Yep. There are times where we park in the ramp, clearly. I, I parked in the ramp a bunch of different times. But I will pay for the parking. You pay for the parking. Yep. But if you use the app, there's a fee. I'm not doing that. I'm not. there Now, you're you're better than I am because you're willing to pay that I guess quarter or fifty or whatever it is. Yeah, it's it's a it's a, I'm it's, not a quarter, doing it. it's a quarter fee. Out of to principle. Use the app. Out of principle, I'm not doing it. Just out of principle, I'm not doing it. See, and to me it's like if I'm sitting here and I know that my parking is going to expire, and I'm like, all right, well, I, I know I've got the reminder on my phone. I'm like, you know what? I'll just pull it up here during a break, I'll go into the app, I'll pay it, I've got my credit card there, bang. And it and it's there, and I don't have to worry about, you know, the old feeding the meter. But yeah, you, you and I are – we are different, and I think, you, yeah, you pay it on the street, whereas to me, I'll get in here, I'll get set, and then I pay it. And, and it's – yeah, it's, it's just a it's just a way – and to me, it's just a quarter. Now, if there would have been a parking fee think on, on think top of, of a traffic think fee – Think about how much you paid over the last couple of years, though. It's just a quarter. It, it is just a quarter every time, and it might equal 50 cents a night. So am I willing to think pay? about how many nights that is, though? Oh yeah, I I, I know it. Yeah, it's a lot. It, it is. It is a lot. And we're talking about extra. That's on top of you paying for parking. 
So people got to mm-hmm. they got to understand. I'm not talking about. We're not talking about you're paying fifty cents a night to park. We're talking about fifty cents on top of what I you're t- already paying to park. It's you know the convenience fee. It's the convenience to be able to use it in the app. And to me, I'm willing to pay that quarter every time that I enter it into my phone just for the peace of mind that I know that I don't have to rush down and, you know, play beat the clock. But we have to do that anyway at times. So, you know, that really doesn't even, you know, again, if it was a convenience fee on top of a parking fee, on top of a traffic fee, on top of a street fee, then it would be like, I think I would look at it a little bit differently, but because it's just one small one, I don't have a problem with it because I know what the alternative is. But when I look at these these tickets and you've got like five or six different lines, you're like, I don't even know what that is. Yeah. Like, what am I paying for? Where is that money going? Is it going to the vendor? Is it going to the artist? Is it going to the... The you know the promoter like is it going to the building is it going to the community where is this and we money know it's going? not because remember remember the, the the whole thing about the um remember the artist that came out and got upset because no no fans wanted to buy merchandise remember there was it was the, the t shirts yeah it was the t shirts and he said no no I'm not getting I'm not paying this extra because amount. the armory wanted the, the, a cut on top of the yep. profit yeah and and it's crazy yeah it, it's it's insane and I don't know how we as consumers can put our foot down and say enough is enough. Because we're going to keep going to these events. I mean, what's the alternative? Go to movie theaters. Yep. All right. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back and we'll do uh, headlines. And then we're done right here on the Lake Show. Hey, real quick, I do want to acknowledge before we get into headlines and wrap up the show a great text uh, to the text line from the 612 about the earlier conversation about going to a movie theater to watch some sort of like concert movie situation. They say yes if it was broadcast live as it was happening, like with some sporting events, Rolling Stones, a U.S. Bank, but I'm sitting in a theater for 20 bucks. Yeah, pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. I, I, I can see that. I, I, lo- the, yep. I love the text. That's a great yep. text. That will be a game changer. But if it's not pay-per-view like live live, I don't think mm-hmm. it works. Yeah, and I know a lot of them you know, used to have that closed circuit as well. The closed circuit pay-per-view. Yeah, and, and I mean there are sporting events. I know that, you know, uh, wrestling still does it. I know, you know, maybe boxing, MMA. I mean, maybe they would. So very good, uh, very good text. Hey, high school students at Lakeville North and Minneapolis public schools are making strides on uh, rat rod go-karts that are constructing as part of a build-off launch last year by Northern Tool and Equipment. Now, Mark Fry first covered the story in June 2023 about the project that gives students a chance to use new cutting-edge engines through the Tools for Trades program. 27 students are working on the Rat Rod Project, primarily in Minneapolis Public Schools automotive shops located at Roosevelt High School. All Minneapolis students, regardless of what high school they attend, can take a career in technical education class with transportation provided to whichever school the class is held. As part of the project, students are being mentored by Choppers, Inc. founder Billy Lane and NASCAR legend Richard Petty. Wow. Yeah. You talk about a couple of big-time names. That's big. Yeah. Lane, and along with members of Petty's Garage, have been meeting with students in person and virtually. And over the past several months, students have become more comfortable with working in the shop, doing things such as grinding, cutting, fabricating, welding, and measuring. 
And the Rat Rod go-karts are going to make their debut during Back to the 50s weekend in June. That's a the, big deal. Yeah. Oh, dude, this might be the best story that, that we've really kind of dove into all week long. Like, that's awesome. It's really cool, and it's it's. I feel like it's practical at the same time. Yeah. Practical at the uh, at the same time. And uh, finally, I think uh, this might be the last one we'll be able to uh, to get to here, but Oprah Winfrey is leaving the board of Weight Watchers ending a nearly decade-long stint as the director of the beleaguered company that's faced sudden competition from Ozempic. Winfrey notified the company of her decision earlier this week, telling them she won't be standing for re-election at its annual shareholder meeting coming up in May. Recent wasn't revealed, but a Weight Watchers regulatory statement said her decision was not the result of any disagreement or any matter relating to the company's operations, policies, or practices. Winfrey's also going to be giving away her sizable stake in the company. She said in a statement that she's donating all of her stock to the National Museum of African American History and Culture. Weight Watchers shares plunge as much as 25% in pre-market trading earlier today and were down nearly 70%. Whitney's uh, Winfrey's exit is a year earlier than expected with the media mogul in 2019 signing an extension until 2025. Now, she joined the board in 2015, bought a 10% stake, immediately giving the company relevance as more people shifted to easier diets rather than uh, counting points. Winfrey told People Magazine in December that she's added a weight loss medication to her regimen, but she did not specify which one. This is the reality of the situation. I love Oprah, okay? And first off, I don't think that everybody should just be jumping off of the Weight Watchers um, bandwagon just because Oprah's leaving. Like, if, if, if they're good, they're good. If they're not, then that's fine. But this is the reality, okay? And, and I can't say this definitively, because we don't have the proof. But to me, this is my theory, okay? Call me conspiracy theorist. The reason why she's stepping away is because she used Ozempic. She was asked about it. I don't think that's crazy at all. She did not shoot it down. She did not shoot everybody in Hollywood using Ozempic. And so now all of a sudden, oh, she's stepping away from, hmm, I find that interesting. All right, uh, we are done here. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow night, full show, starting at 6 p.m. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.